guys. Welcome to the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Victoria. And we're both in a little trouble today. So you're hungover. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and so you, who knows what might happen today? <laughs> I had a late night. Yeah, we're recording this on a Friday, just so we're like being real. And we had a late night Thursday wedding, which I've yeah. never been to a Thursday night torturous. wedding. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot because you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, it's Saturday. And you're like, nope, it's Friday. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's a long Friday. So, yeah, and it's going to be Friday for 24 more hours. Imagine that. <laughs> I'm, my voice is a little raspy. I was talking over very loud music. Um, the bride and groom, like the average age was about 25. So did you beat up the beats on that dance floor, Victoria? Uh, you know, we love the Jersey Shore. Uh, yeah, I know, right? No, I pretty much hung in the corner and uh, watched my husband beat up the beat. So he loves Ooh, to dance. Really? Oh, yeah. Lewis loves Slick to dance. Lou, huh? He was out there really, really breaking it down. Oh, yeah. I like it. He's got like Michael Jackson moves and boy band moves that you would appreciate that apparently, according to his sister, hmm. he would like study when he was a kid in his bedroom. <laughs> That's awesome. In front of the, the TV. Moves. <laughs> was he a Justin, a JC, or a Joey? Um, who's the which, which boy band? Because I was never really into boy bands that much, but which boy oh, band had the move you. where like both arms went up and then over? Like, uh, that's they all the did. Move. Okay. Well then I, yeah, then I guess I guess he's I would a, say it's probably in sync or backstreet boys. Yeah. Knowing so knowing that two. genre. I mean, yeah. did he do the say, bye bye bye? No, he doesn't do that. But I think that it Maybe it's even new kids. Maybe it's that old, old huh? School. Good for him. Maybe it's old. Oh, school. they did do the over the head too. I love. Oh gosh, <laughs> I love the new kids. And by the way, just as a side note, do yourself a favor in life. If if you want to have any fun at all, I don't care if you are 35, 40, 45, Heck, you could be fifty. You go to that new kids on the block concert and you scream like a twelve year old. It is the most fun that you will have. They put on a phenomenal show and I've seen them probably like four or five times. If they're on the tour first with, time, uh, is it new edition now? Well, they do it. They, okay. So typically in the summer they do the mixtape tour Okay, and they've done this several years in a row and they bring in like all kinds of people from that same time frame. So the show that I saw was, um, Paula Abdul, one of the shows oh, I've I seen, love like her. I said, I've seen him multiple times at one of them. Nelly opened, I think for them, which is really weird. And I love Nelly, but, the great show at the, I went to the Hollywood Bowl because I live in Los Angeles and it was Salt and Pepper, Paul Abdul, uh, Boys to Men, and New Kids on the Block. And I would it was love that. I love Paul so Abdul. Much I love Salt and Pepper. Yeah, that would have been, I bet that was a lot of fun. But I'm telling you, these guys, like the very, especially when a couple of them were single, now I think they're all kind of linked up and married up. But when Donnie was single before Jenny McCarthy, that was when I saw his first show. This dude would make out with girls in the audience. <laughs> oh he God. was like all over people, multiple women every night. Like it was like you were almost uncomfortable going, oh my gosh, should I be seeing this? But now, of course, Jenny McCarthy's with him and ruined all of our fun. So forget me. But I actually feel like anymore. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, that he was like randomly making out with, you know, strangers because like Jenny yeah. used to do that, too. So they're kind of the same I think person. <laughs> I think that's what attracted them. And of course, you know, since then we've had coronavirus and like monkeypox. And so I guess oh maybe God, yeah. it would have probably ended anyway, but yeah, it was fun while it lasted. That is a lot of fun. <laughs> so yes, that's what my husband was recreating on the dance floor last night. But I love it. It was just, uh, it, it was just like a really long, long night and I didn't get to bed till like two 30. And I slept in my makeup and I still have it on because I'm too lazy to you know, do anything about it. I can go to bed it. at eight o'clock. Full disclosure, even though we host this podcast, I can go to sleep at eight o'clock totally sober and still sleep in my makeup. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's not good. It's not don't yeah. do so, as we would do as I do say, not, not as I do. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And so today's topic actually is probably a really good thing because my skin needs a little bit of a, you know, defibrillation after <laughs> a little loving. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk about some serums that we love. Um, yeah. So do you want to you want to get us started or should I start? Sure. I'll I'll jump I think in. I have no three. Problem. I think you have two, right? Yeah. So you want to start first? We'll ping pong. Yeah, sure. Okay. So my first one, I'll go in order of price because I have three different price points. So let's start with the cheapest one. Um, I A couple of years ago, I got really into K-beauty. That's all the Korean beauty stuff that oh, yeah. kind of flooded the market. I got really into it. My skin responded really well to it. If you have dry, sensitive skin, if you have redness, I have all those things. Check, check, check. K-Beauty is actually really good for all of those issues. And so um, I started out, I've done a ton of different things. We could probably do a whole episode on K-Beauty at some point. So I started out with, uh, I stuck with my regular glycolic toner that I use all the time. But the first serum that I bought was from a Korean brand called Peach and Lily. Do you know that brand? I don't know that. No. Um, uh-uh. I found it at Ulta. They sell the whole line at Ulta. Um they're also on their own website, peachandlily.com. You can buy them. Uh, Soco Glam is actually a great resource for all the K-beauty stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's a really, it's a it's called glass skin. That's like, you know, that the goal of, of K-beauty is glass skin. Like Haley yeah. Bieber right now is talking all about the glazed donut skin that her right. skincare is like trying to achieve. Basically, mm-hmm. she's kind of copying what the K-Beauty stuff is. It's funny. Is. I'm going for the body type of glazed donuts. So that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Some people want their skin to look like a donut, you know. <laughs> yeah. So she's really, so that's like her whole thing that she's pushing, that your skin looks like it's just glazed like a donut all the time, which yeah. is not really the look that I want to go for because that kind of looks a right. little greasy to me. But in in K-Beauty, glass skin is something that like, you know, very clear and smooth and poor refinement, all that. So there, the Peach and Lily Glass Skin Refining Serum is really nice. And basically it's a peach extract and it has a peptide complex. Those are like the real power ingredients. It's only $39. It's not bad. It, it's yeah, it it spreads really nicely, absorbs into your skin really well. And I just let it dry down and then I'm ready for moisturizer on top of it. It's really, really nice. And for $39, especially if you don't have like really problematic skin, if you're just looking for a little bit of a boost and peptides are really important for that. Um, and a lot of fruit extracts are being used, you know, now that's like a big thing. Of course. Um, that, that, uh, cockadoo or cacado or whatever that plum is that's one that's in every it's a bird yeah it's it's like k-a-k-a-d-u or something yeah i know what you're talking about i have no idea how to say it yeah i have no idea how to say it it's a plum lewis is gonna lewis who edits this he's gonna be like you should have looked it up how to say it um i can't today that's my answer so um anyway but like a lot of fruit extracts pineapple extracts things like that which actually is in one of the other serums that i'm going to talk about but this one is a really nice one it's not that expensive a little bit goes a long way like one or two drops and so i've had this bottle probably over a year and so for 39 bucks it's a really good not bad it's a a good one i'll get a little more expensive as we go but what's your first one all right you want to start with the cheap one because i have my two go from eight dollars to eighty four dollars so you can see i'm kind of okay good i like that swing yeah with my skincare and this is just part of my my routine so when i when i do my skincare i cleanse, obviously, both at night and in the morning. I use a toner both at night and in the morning. And then I use a serum 
at night and in the morning and a different moisturizer. But I like to switch up my serum. So the first, and this is the cheap one, this is your your bargain tip of the day, is from a brand called The Ordinary, mm-hmm. which has popped up all over Ulta. Sephora is even selling this right now. Yep. And you can get right. it a lot of different places. You can get it online. Amazon, I think, has uh, The Ordinary as well. And uh, as you reach a certain age, everybody tells you to try retinol, right? Retinol, mm-hmm. retinol, yeah. retinol. And so... I decided it was time and I absolutely love this serum. Now, this one you do have to use a little bit more. It's a dropper container and it's, I'll tell you what the exact name is. It's the Ordinary Grand Active Retinol 2% Emulsion and it's previ- it's previously advanced retinol 2% is what it is. And it looks very much like you're going in and doing your own little mixing and, and dropping. It's a little dropper bottle. And I will typically use a full dropper of the retinol product. It's not like a cream. It's not going to moisturize you, but about a, a full dropper will cover your face. And what I've noticed since using this, and you go through these bottles quickly, but they're $8. Yeah. So you can afford to do that. It's not so bad. you Probably one will last you maybe two months, I think. It's probably about fair. And I'll use this one before I go to bed at night. I don't use retinol before I go out in the day because you're in the sun. It's not, it's not great for your skin. Yeah. So this is my nighttime serum. And what I've noticed is that I started getting like these um, like these little raised bumps. I don't have acne. Knock on wood, I have not ever really had to deal with that. I have really dry skin. I've never yeah, had it, even as a teenager. If I get one acne, pimple have, a year, it's like a it's like a yeah. thing. <laughs> Every once in a while, like a hormonal one will pop up yep. or something like that, but usually nothing. And so what I noticed is that I started to get these little raised imperfections, like in this area by my eyebrow, um, some like one a little raised on my forehead. Now you can't really see it but I could feel it and it was, it was bothering me and I couldn't Hmm. figure out how to get rid of it. And I started using retinol and I'm telling you this ordinary brand gone. And I really do credit it to that. I think that retinol is amazing. You do have to use it for a while. It doesn't happen overnight, but I stuck with it and uh, just kept using it and using it. I really think that this product is, is a good one. And for the price, it's the best retinol that you will get for eight bucks. I don't think you can clean and it's all, you know, 2% retinol. You're not going to find that even in more expensive products. Right. And the thing about the ordinary is there, which is a brand that I love. I think it's a Canadian brand actually. Um, It might be, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of science. It's very yeah. science forward. Um, and there's, like you said, it's almost in- single ingredient products. So you're they're right. not, you know, they're not marketing. The packaging is really plain. Um, you're really getting, you're, you're getting a, a, a very solid dose of whatever it is. Like I have the AHA peeling solution from the ordinary. Yeah. And I mean, it can, you know, you have to be, you have to be careful. We can do a whole episode on peels and stuff, but you know, but the concentration from the ordinary products is really good. And when you look at the price, you're like, how are you, how are they even able to do it like this? But I think it's just because they stick with one solid ingredient. They don't add fillers. There's no fragrance added. There's no other stuff that and makes the packaging is simple. Yeah, yeah, and the packaging is just clean and simple. Which and it's I also, also shelf kind of stable. Yeah, and totally. that stuff is shelf stable. Which a lot of times you have to kind of be careful, especially like when you get into the vitamin C type products. They're not that, that shelf stable. You know, that's it. Goop has one which I haven't tried. It gets good reviews, but. I just, I don't, it's like $120. I don't want to spend it, but you have to like mix the powder with the serum to make the vitamin C solution. Like you're really your own chemist with it. Yeah. Um, And that's just to keep it shelf stable because vitamin C really degrades very quickly. And I don't know how fast retinol would degrade in a bottle, but um, that sounds, I mean, that's, I I didn't even realize that the ordinary made a retinol serum and I might switch to that. It's really good. 
I love it, and it, then I put on my moisturizer and and so I'm you let good it absorb go. And it really, in. And how do you? Give I it do. Any time yeah, in between. I, I put it on. I do a little. You know, I do a little fanning of the face. I might brush my teeth in between, and then I'll put my my moisturizer on at night. And the ordinary, and we'll talk about eye, uh, you know, eye serums and, and creams at a certain time. I'm sure we'll get to that. But they also have a, an an incredible eye product that I love. Again, it's just through the dropper. It's very simple. It's a caffeine eye lift. And when I use that in the morning, I can tell a difference. And my, my bags, that tired look, it really goes away and it goes away fast. So I think they do a great job for the price before they realize what they have, buy it up. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's true. That is true. Um, all right. So speaking of vitamin C, so my second serum is kind of an interesting one. It's from Uncommon Beauty. Now, Uncommon Beauty is from Uncommon James. And Uncommon right. James, Kristen Cavallari, everybody knows, you know, from Laguna Beach and her own reality show with her now ex-husband, the whole thing. So she came out with this serum and I was like, you know, I'll I'll give it a try. I think it's a little expensive for what it is. It's $62. Um, this is actually, I just realized this is the most expensive one that's on my list, but it has, it, this is, it has that cockadoo plum in it and it smells Again, you're liking that cockadoo plum. <laughs> well, and you know, the more I read about it as an ingredient, yeah. it, it, I mean, it's, it's a great really incredible. Yeah. And so this is like a high potent, this is called pineapple peptide nectar. And the reason she said it's called a nectar. Can you add vodka to that? I know, right? <laughs> Sounds it, good. When you smell this, it smells so citrusy and incredible. Like you want to eat it. Like it is really amazing. But the reason that she said that they had to call it a nectar is because in order to classify as a serum, and this is where like the legal yeah. stuff comes in and then you realize how shady the cosmetics industry really is. I saw her do like a, a Q&A on it and she was like, well, I wanted to keep it really clean. But in order for me to have it be called a serum, I would have had to add other stuff like preservatives Mm -hmm. and other things and she said i didn't want to do that so we came up with the name nectar and that passed through legal i like that so that's why it's called that but it really it goes on it's it's a thicker serum and it absorbs into the skin more slowly than the peach and lily i would Mm -hmm. not recommend this under makeup because it's a little too heavy this is a nighttime serum this Mm -hmm. is a nighttime or just a daytime if you're you know daytime and you're not wearing makeup that day vitamin c during the day is actually really good because it can help Mm -hmm. you know combat like the you know uv rays and stuff so it's a really lovely serum has a luxurious texture to it i do think it's a little overpriced but if you have a little extra room in your beauty budget it's it's worth it and it and again the texture and the smell it just makes you happy it really is like a that like it, it's like a your sensory, you know, evaluation of it is just like, wow, this kind of smells amazing. I love, it makes me happy. I love a product that smells good, especially oh. when it's got that like islandy kind of vibe. And you're like, oh, oh this does. Just for about 30 seconds. This one really I does. Love it. And you would love it. I'm interested in trying that because I'm having a problem with vitamin C serums. I don't know if it's, there's something about them, or at least the ones that I've tried that burn my face when I oh, put them on. Oh, this does not and, burn. Because you and I have sensitive skin. So like I'm sensitive to that too. This does not burn at all. It's very soothing. Because I was I was using a vitamin C serum for my daytime serum just because I wanted something that was going to brighten, kind of lighten up any of the dark spots and, yeah. and and just brighten up my complexion. But every single one, I've almost had to toss them all because they all burn my face. So I'll be interested to try that one from yeah. Uncommon. It's very soothing. And that's actually what led me to to my next serum because I was having such a problem with the vitamin C that finally I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's making my face red. It's making me uncomfortable. If I'm feeling that way, it's not good for my skin. So Mm -hmm. I tossed it and I thought, what am I going to use in the daytime? My my nighttime serum, as I told you, is this retinol. And so um, I think... 
I mentioned in a previous podcast, I'm a member of FabFitFun, get all these beauty products. And one of the product lines that they have is Murad. And I have to say, I had a bias about Murad because it just, to me, looked so basic and it seemed to look like, I mean, it's very highly priced, but it just didn't look, it didn't have the the sparkle and the shine that attracts me to some products. Yeah. Not sexy at all. Yeah, but but it is a clinical have- brand. I mean, it, it does, mm-hmm. and it and it is a beauty editor favorite. It, they use it a lot. Um, they and reference am, it a lot. I'm a so. convert. I'm a total convert now because I gave it a try. And so this one, and this is more expensive, but this, like you said, with your with your first product, it you only need a dot. You just need the tiniest little drop from a, a little pump container. This is Murad Resurgence Rapid Collagen Infusion. And it goes for about $84. Typically, you can get it um, online or on at Sephora. Ulta mm-hmm. also carries Murad in most locations, not in all of them. But what I love about this is that collagen, first of all, is obviously on trend. Everybody's sure. using collagen. Everyone's whether it's eating it, it drinking it. Like, exactly. <laughs> Supplements, gummies in your coffee, and iced and, coffee. And honestly, the jury really is still out on... Yeah. Y- you can hear all kinds of differing opinions. If you ingest collagen, does it really help? If you put it on your skin, or is it really doing anything? I mean, mm-hmm. there are really... it's The jury's still out. But you know what? It doesn't harm you. And so it doesn't harm. Try. And this is very moisturizing, by the way. And this is why I really like it is that whatever the formulation is, it plumps up your skin. And I find that it's perfect for daytime because, you know, at night I do the retinol, I do my night cream, and then I want something that's going to kind of brighten my face and hydrate it right away so that I can have a nice smooth surface for my makeup. And so this Murad, this collagen, rapid infusion collagen, I don't know if it's adding collagen back to my face, but it does give me a great base for makeup. And I do it right before I use my moisturizer with SPF. And what I notice is that it just makes everything extra smooth. It makes those fine lines that kind of pop up overnight. You know, you're sleeping on your face Mm -hmm. and all that. It makes them go away. And it really does just kind of revitalize you in the, especially for use in the morning. And so I've been a huge fan of this. I haven't even needed to buy a new bottle. This thing has lasted me probably for three months already, but I am a fan and I notice results right away. So this is a little different than the retinol product, which takes a while and you have to be consistent with your skincare. Um, this one you'll notice right as soon as you put it on. It's fantastic. I might That might become my new daytime serum. I love mm-hmm. that idea. That sounds like you're getting more results from that than I am getting from the peach and lily. The peach and lily is calming and it's very nice and it and feels nice. moisturizing. Yeah. But you know, if you want something that's a little more results driven, it sounds like the Murad mm-hmm. is the way to go. And, and it I'm was really like $84. It. $84. But again, that, I mean, I'm not even through, I, I think I'm not even through half the bottle yet. Okay. So that sounds fantastic, actually. That's a really good one. My final one is not actually a serum. It is an essence. And Ooh. I don't know if you have been- So in, you've had a nectar and an essence. Yes, I, I know, right? <laughs> um, I got, again, going into the, the you know, the K-beauty world, essences are everything. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they don't, it's, Serums are sort of like an afterthought, like a newer thing that's becoming part of like, well, we'll we'll do a serum now. But in essence, which is a combination of a toner and a serum, it's like in a liquid mm-hmm. form, like a liquid. It's not even a gel. It's a little bit thicker than water, but not okay. as thick as like a gel. And so a mm-hmm. um, little bit, even a little thicker than a toner. That's kind of what I would say. It's like a, a, like a hybrid. Yeah. And so one of the things that I sampled, I had... Um, like you with the FabFitFun box, I used to be an Allure Beauty Box subscriber. 
I, I also got- have Birchbox, which is similar to Allure. Yeah. Okay. And so there were some really good samples that I got out of it. Ultimately, I got rid of the, the subscription because I just felt like it wasn't enough. And I felt like it was just creating a lot of waste, you know, like right. I had samples everywhere and it's just like going into a landfill. I'm like, that's dumb. So, um, but one of the things that I did get the brand SK2, right. That the, that mm-hmm. South Korean brand, Kate Blanchett has been the face of the brand forever. Recently, yeah, James, I've heard about it. recently James Corden and, um, I'm blanking on the girls, a younger actress who's in a commercial with him. And so the whole big thing about this, this, essence it's a red bottle is mm-hmm. it's 185 dollars. okay it's no joke wow. it is expensive and the background on it is that south korean bakers were you know every day making dough and baking bread and someone realized that their hands were like incredibly youthful looking on these hmm. older people and the reason and what they found there was a, a yeast extract in whatever the in the dough and it's called patera and so patera is the main ingredient in the sk2 essence and it's it's not an expensive ingredient obviously it's mm-hmm. in bread like it's how they make the bread but because it's marketed and you know the whole thing now they charge 185 dollars every celebrity <laughs> every celebrity that, that has good skin swears that it's because of the patera in the sk2 essence that that's what they yeah. all swear by they have a bigger bottle that's like 350 dollars. it's ridiculous because i had the sample bottle from uh, from allure beauty box and if you put it on a cotton pad you're losing half your product into the cotton Right. So I ended up just putting a little bit on my hand and then just rubbing it straight on my face. But then again, you know, you still have it on your hands, which I always I put everything on but the back of my hands. But you can put on your anyway. hand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Everything that goes on my face goes on the back of my hands. But mm-hmm. at the end of the bottle, which lasted I mean, it was a sample size bottle. It probably lasted about 3 weeks, maybe a month. And so and I used it consistently because I really wanted and I'm not consistent with anything, but I mm-hmm. wanted to be with this because I wanted to find out like is this really worth the hype? Is it worth the price? Yeah. Because if it was worth the price, then I would I would I would take the the leap. Well, right. after 3 weeks, I was like, I don't notice anything. I I literally noticed nothing. 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 It did nothing for my skin. And so I was reading, I love to read all the different, you know, K-beauty blogs and stuff. And I think it was, it may have even been Allure magazine, which I trust with their beauty awards and everything. Mm -hmm. And so this one girl said, okay, I have like the best dupe for the SK2 um, Patera Essence. And it's a fraction of the price. And it has Mm -hmm. the same ingredient. And it's called Then I Met You. It's a super cute little blue and purple bottle. It's really cute. Yeah. And it's called The Giving Essence. It has not only the Patera stuff, which is a trademark name that SK2 uses, but whatever Patera actually is, some sort of Uh yeast compound, it's the same thing that's in this. This is $50 for a bottle. Oh my gosh. And that's a good size bottle, by the way. It is a good size bottle. It's it's almost a four ounce bottle, which Mm -hmm. doesn't sound like much, but I've had this bottle for six months, eight months maybe. And I do the same thing. I dump it onto my hand, rub my hands together, splash it all over. And it this is a game changer on your skin. This is Does it replace your toner or do you use a toner in addition? Sometimes I'll do a glycolic toner first and uh-huh. then I'll do a serum. But if I'm just if I'm using this, I like this to just go right on clean skin because it's yep. got all those active ingredients that I want. And I don't really want a toner to kind of get in the way. So right. I use this in place of the toner. And I'm telling you. 
this is this is the stuff that gives you actual results like you will really trying it you will really notice a difference and then just looking it up today because i wanted to kind of you know i haven't read anything new about it well now it's apparently it's like blowing up now it's available Mm -hmm. everywhere and every beauty blog is like okay you don't need sk2 like just buy this stuff it really is that good it smells nice it absorbs into your skin like immediately I'm smelling it now. It's just, it's, I mean, it's really fabulous. If you can get a sample of it, if you don't want to splurge on the $50 for the full size bottle, see if you can get a smaller size just to try it. But I would say after, I mean, after a few uses, I was like, wow, I am noticing you like real it. progress. Yeah. It's really, really good. So that is my, this is like my secret weapon now. This has totally become a secret weapon. And again, I've noticed a difference on the back of my hands with it too. So I feel like one I of those to try I feel it. like a South Korean baker, you know, I'm like kneading the dough every day <laughs> without the bread. <laughs> yeah, without the bread, like no carbs, you're a gluten free but, baker, yeah. but you get all the benefits. So yeah, that is that's, that's awesome. I can't wait to try that. One. And that one, that one was called the it's secret. called Then I Met You is the name oh, of the then brand. I met you. And it's called the giving essence. And it's $50 for the bottle. And you can find it. this at Soko Glam has it um the i believe then i met you.com now has it because they didn't have their own website even when i first bought this and it's like catching on now they have other products they have um they have a moisturizer they have a cleanser that gets really good reviews so i might get i might dive a little deeper into the brand but this stuff amazing i, I like was it. so happy that i was able to find something to replace the sk2 because I would obsess about it because everyone, I mean, every celebrity that's in their, <laughs> it's in their clo- it's in their medicine cabinet. And I was just like, am I the only one not getting any results? So I was super happy when, when I found that one, but that's, I um, love it. I'm going to try that. That sounds great. I, I want to try your you know, mirror ad and you'll, you try the giving essence. <laughs> and, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. We have to just commit that we're going to use it because yes. the, the problem is, is that I like you have like a short attention span. So I think it is, you've got to give it some time. Yes. The re- the retinol was the one thing that was the one product I just kept with because I heard it doesn't work overnight. You got to yep. keep consistent with it. Yeah. But otherwise I'm like, oh, something new, something new. So we should pick these products and just really use them. It's true. And you know, my friend Andrea Laventhal is the, um, we used to work together at Cosmo Magazine. She is the, the uh, style and beauty editor of People Magazine right now. And she was, t- we were talking about just different products that celebrities use and stuff. And she she goes, you know, at the end of the day, she said, the best product is the one you're using consistently. And she totally. said, and the one you're, that works for yeah. you. And she everybody's said, so different. You know, she's like, you can use CeraVe. You can use the whole line of CeraVe from yeah. CVS or any drugstore and you can get the same results as somebody who like, you know, bounces around between SK2 and, you know, and, and like really expensive department store brands. All the other stuff. Right. That, you know, you're, if you're not going to use it consistently, you're wasting your money. So, yep. Um, just whatever you'll use is, is right. the right thing. So that is true. Yeah, cool. So consistency is key. Yeah. But I think, I think you'll like the uncommon beauty just because of the smell alone and the texture oh, feels very luxurious. I think you'll like that too. Plus it's a nectar. Sounds exciting. Yes. See, Take those half. are the products I go for. I fall for them all the time because I'm like, oh, and that's why I pass by stuff like Murex. I'm like, well, that doesn't look like it's fun, but <laughs> here well, I am kind of, now a Murad I mean, fan. <laughs> I do think, yeah, I do think though that like, there is a part of us and we're beauty junkies. There's a part of you that once you're, when you 
I mean, for me, at least when I open up my medicine cabinet, I want it to look curated and beautiful. And you want to be excited about products that look like, oh, I want to use that product. I can't wait to dive yep. into that. So it's, you know, it's Murad, all in how they brand too, yeah, you know, and I that's, know. that's what's so funny is that so many products that you will use or that you'll try are all because of the packaging. It all has it's something true. to do with that. And I was reading an article once about how they color code products like for men and women. Like for men, they do a lot of blues. If you look at women's products at the drugstore, they're all pinks and yellows, which is really funny. Why? Probably because it makes those colors make us feel satisfied, right? Pink and yellow are happy colors. And so we're like, we need that in our well, lives. Well, the funny <laughs> thing about the color pink, and I learned this when I worked at Cosmo because Cosmo is a lot of pink, right? It's like yeah. pink everywhere. And so in our Cosmo offices at Sirius XM, they painted the wall Cosmo pink. There's actually a, a shade of pink that has been tested for years and years because Cosmo tests everything. Every page, mm-hmm. it gets tested by like a thousand people reviewing things. And they found that the, that the color pink, in it gives you like the biggest boost of oxytocin like the happy hormone, right? Yeah. But it is also the color that if you look at it long enough, actually induces like senility, like you're going senile, like and psychotic. So if you stare at pink for too long, <laughs> and if but you at have, least you'll you be happy. too much pink, you're happy at first, and then you're crazy. You're senile. Like, it literally takes you to another <laughs> level. So we always thought that was kind of funny. Think about the crazy people that we know. Like, I don't know. There's a, oh, what's her name? Oh. Gosh, now I'm forgetting. But there's this girl on the billboards, and she's famous, Angeline, in uh, in Los Angeles, and she would always dress in pink, pink Cadillac. She would well, buy billboards and put herself on them. Totally, yeah, Paris Hilton, any all of the, the pink? people who go a little cuckoo, they're constantly in all pink. See, so maybe there's, there's something, something to, to the research there. I yeah. still love pink, though. It's still one of my faves. Yeah, I do too. So um, let's talk really quick about "Don't Worry, Darling." I feel oh, like don't worry, darling. Ha- has anyone in the history of cinema talked about a movie more and the behind the scenes drama before the movie is even out? So if it's, you're not, it hasn't just been a couple weeks. I oh, mean, this has months, been since it began months. because yeah. of the love affair with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I mean, it's been crazy. So the little background, in case you guys aren't all following the Don't Worry, Darling drama, this is the movie that's that's coming out at the end of September, a couple weeks. Um, it stars Florence Pugh, up and coming actress who's actually really good. You, Jen, mm-hmm. may have seen her in that really fun movie, Fighting with My Family. I did about not, the rest but I would of the like to story. see that movie. That, <gasps> you would about Paige, love yeah, that the movie. WWE superstar, yeah. The Rock is in it. It's a great movie, really, really good movie. And so that's the only thing that I had seen her in. Um, until now, she's the star of Don't Worry, Darling. And then there was this whole onset drama. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to play her husband in the movie. Right. Olivia Wilde is the director. She also has a small part in it as well. Chris Pine is in it. She replaced Shia LaBeouf with her now boyfriend, Harry Styles. The drama on the set, from everything that I've read and followed on Dumois, is that uh, Harry was hooking up with Florence casually, like hooking up. Okay. And that's why apparently that's how Florence recommended Harry for the role because they had become they were friends. I don't think they were hooking up anymore when the movie started, but she recommended but they him. They knew each and, other. And yeah, I mean they hanging, had a yeah. they had a good rapport. Like, you know, there are some sex scenes and stuff, so she probably felt like it would be comfortable to do it with someone she knew or whatever. So, Harry Styles replaces Shia LaBeouf. And this is in like November of 2021, January of 2022. 
or was it 2020? I forget. It's been so long that it's taken this movie forever to like actually get going. (laughs) Right. And so they've been together over a year now. So it must've been from the year before. So anyway, so they are, so he starts filming the movie, Olivia Wilde engaged to Jason Sudeikis for eight or nine years. They're together. They have two young kids. Jason and the kids are visiting the set almost every day. It's over, you know, wherever they were filming somewhere in LA. So he's visiting with the kids in her trailer, you know, acting like a normal couple. And then poof, one day he stops visiting and Harry's in her trailer and Olivia's trailer and they become a thing. Well, apparently and the that trailer's rocking. Yeah. And apparently that didn't <laughs> sit well. And it didn't sit well with Florence Pugh because Florence, I just learned recently, is friends with Jason Sudeikis. And I was trying uh-huh. to figure out, I'm like, wait, what is that connection? Then it dawned on me. Florence just got out of a relationship for I think it was over a year with Zach Braff. Zach Braff their best friends starred in Scrubs. Zach yeah. Braff and um uh what's his name? Bill Lawrence, who is the creator of Scrubs and Ted Lasso, and all of the same crew and cast, and all of those guys are all friends. So she became friendly with the Ted Lasso family and with Jason. She knows now I'm speculating, I'm just I don't want to get sued. The speculation is that Florence knew Olivia was cheating on Jason with Harry on set and had a real issue with that. That's understandable, right? I mean, like her friend is getting cheated on. Because she's cheating and it's also with her ex-boyfriend or hookup partner or whatever. So there's like a, yeah, so there's like a lot of drama from the beginning of the set. By the way, House and Habit on Instagram, which I love, I I think I turned you on to this. They all, they went through this, this whole thing and said how just convoluted this was, just like you're doing. And it is amazing that so much drama is attached to a project like this And the end result is a couple weeks ago, they had the, the Venice Film Festival where the movie right. premiered and it was such a ridiculous like literally the uh, Gary Janetti is one of my favorite humorists of of modern times he said okay like basically the reviews of the press conference that they had <laughs> is better than the reviews for the actual movie of their and terrible so, movie I mean this was this was so you know they had Olivia and don't forget the firing though right of Shia because Shia, and Lebeau, then Shia LaBeouf came back happen? yeah and then yeah. he came out and he was like you didn't fire me he goes I quit and I have the receipts he had Lisa <laughs> Rinna style receipts Lisa Rinna loves her receipts yeah. Shia had a video of her of Olivia begging him to stay on the movie he had I mean, he released all the text messages the emails he he had uh, he had a lot of receipts and so it made her look like a liar and then totally. her publicist was like well she never said the word i fired him until 2 days later a vanity fair article came out and where she said well i had to fire him i have a no mm-hmm. assholes policy on my sets and all this other <laughs> stuff first of all girl calm down you've directed some music videos back in the day right and she's acting like she's francis ford coppola now i mean it's You're like not. i'm a little i'm kind of over yeah. her so anyway so cut to the venice film festival Florence Pugh backs out of everything. She's not promoting this movie now. She's just done. She showed up at the Venice Film Festival. She didn't do the press conference, but she showed up for the picture on the red carpet. She is at the opposite end of Olivia. They don't speak. She makes not even eye contact with Olivia. They don't. She doesn't make eye contact or has any con- any conversation at all with Harry Styles. And th- Harry and Olivia are separated in their seats with Chris Pine in the middle. Then this ridiculous rumor starts that <laughs> Harry, on his way to sit down, spits on Chris Pine 
Mm-hmm. And Chris Pine, first of all, if you saw him in the press conference or sitting in the theater, he was tripping balls. Okay, he was so stoned out of his mind. Like everyone he did not to even be... look like himself. No. It was crazy. He was acting goofy and hilarious, like on the red carpet, taking pictures of Florence. So she was fine with Chris Pine. They were hugging um, Nick Kroll, uh, who has a small part in it. Gemma Chan. I mean, everybody else like she was like totally cool with. But, you know, the Harry and Olivia thing was very obvious. Like they just were not. They're not, they're not having it. They're not doing anything. So now the reviews of the movie are, are out and they're terrible. Yeah. The, the reviews are really terrible. On one side, a lot of people are saying bad movies come out all the time, but no, the, but the director isn't maligned the way that Olivia Wilde is being maligned. They think it's a heavy dose of sexism from Hollywood, which sure that can, that could be true. Sure. But also from the jump of all this drama, People were reporting on Dumois that there that Olivia wasn't really even directing this movie. That it was like who kind was of directing it? That she she brought in another oh person, like her cinematographer, I guess, and her assistant director were the ones who like really directed the movie because she's also <sighs> co-starring in it. And the rumor is that you know she didn't that she was kind of like above her head she didn't know right. really what she, she was, was doing. in too deep. she was in over her head she didn't really know like she this is a large scale well movie. isn't that what shia said too that he quit because it was so poorly managed right i think that he, he called like, it chaos style. i think yeah chaos, and, yeah and i think he said that there was no rehearsal time and florence Pugh apparently was doing another movie and then she had like a death in the family so that just they couldn't seem to make it work and in that right. video which i'm sure is what pissed off florence Pugh, maybe as much as the cheating on jason sudeikis is she says to Shia in that video, well, you know, maybe this is a wake-up call for Miss Flo. And so the term <laughs> Miss Flo started trending. And the movie's not even out yet. Like, the whole thing has been, it's it's been crazy. Rolling Stone, I didn't read the review, but my, but Lewis did. And he was like, wow. He goes, it gave it a really bad review. You know, I'm, I'm going to still see it because when there's that right. much drama surrounding a movie, I want to actually see how to. I feel about it. So it's coming out, I think, September 23rd. I won't see it in the movie theater because, you know, that'll I, I just wait for everything to be on streaming. But I do want to see it. But I'm 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 curious. Apparently the best thing about it is Florence Pugh's performance, which is not surprising. Harry Styles has only done like one other movie, I think, or two. So it'll I'm be really sad that all of this has ruined Olivia Wilde for me, though. Um, and this, I promise you, is not sexist because I, you know, like to see women succeed. Sure. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. But I do think that she does have this, the crazy eyes going, uh, the whole, I mean, poor Jason Sudeikis looked like he was absolutely blindsided with a Mack truck by the fact that his marriage is no longer. And he looked like that for a long period of time, whether it was an award show appearance or yeah. whatever it is. Something I mean, was really, going on truly, there. Yeah. It looked like he was shocked. And yeah. uh, gosh, I don't know. I, I think that's a hard one to come back from, especially when you get reputations like that. Yeah. Because how many actors are going to want to work with you or how many companies are going to want to invest in you, especially if your end product isn't good? Well, and then the right. And then the other part of it, too, is, you know, she's she's Olivia Wilde is doing tons of press because Florence Pugh isn't doing anything. I've also right. never seen a director do all the press. Becoming you know, like the story. Yeah. I mean, she's really taking, it's almost like, and even at the, at the Venice Film Festival, she's standing, it was a very pretty yellow dress that she had on, but she's standing in the middle and she's like in the middle of the line of all these <laughs> actors, right? And Sorry. as an actor herself, I've never been a fan. I thought she was okay on House. 
You know, yeah. she played 13, number 13 on House. She was fine. But like she never really got to that movie star status. And I don't know right. if she wasn't offered the right roles or if they thought she was maybe too pretty for certain roles or whatever it is. I don't know. But it, I've never seen a director get put themselves so far out in front of all the other actors and the lead actors. Harry Styles, whether you like his music or not, he's the biggest pop star on the planet right now. You know, and and Florence Pugh is this amazing up and coming actress. Think she's already been nominated for a supporting actress Oscar. So, and then there's Olivia Wilde. And Moore's going to the person who's no longer in the movie and the director, more attention right. at least, is going yeah, to that storyline. So it is really interesting. I'm I am very curious to see what this movie really is about and if it's any good. But don't yeah. worry, darling. Huh. I for, I think one of the reviews was maybe worry a little, darling. Yeah, I think maybe you like, should, darling. Yeah, worry maybe a little you should bit. Worry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's uh, I think that kind of sums it up. But I'm 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 interested to see it. We'll 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 do a review after we both see it. Absolutely, definitely. That'll be fun. Yeah, I love it. I love the. I just love all the the drama that's I unpacked. Know. This was literally it's like so the much. drama around like the. I mean, it was almost so much like the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Yeah, got, it got just as much coverage. Like day by day, what's going on with the filming of this product? It replaced. I mean, for me, because you know, you turned me on to House and Habit. Um, yeah, which apparently I've I've heard is actually three journalists running that together. So mm-hmm. it's not just one girl, Jessica Reed, I think is one of the one of the British yeah, yeah. girls. She's like the main one. But the whole Johnny Depp trial, I mean, I watched hours of that a day. That was like the most addictive thing. And when it ended, it was like my favorite show ended, <laughs> which I know it's horrible. And there's like, oh, they were both terrible to each well, other. You know, and I'm not taking the, sides. But the Brad Pitt and Angelina trial is going to start, which will oh. be super exciting. Do you see that over Miraval? That'll be exciting. Those two, uh, after that FBI report, you know, it's kind of amazing. Like Olivia Wilde, all right, yes, she started hooking up with one of her co-star, you know, one of her, well, she's directing, so her lead man. Yep. You know, and so, but Brad Pitt, like that FBI report, like he put his hands on Angelina. She had bruises that they took pictures of and he has walked away scot-free. Like, and that is probably sexism at play. 100%. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody's like also, blaming Also, I think Angelina. it's a likability issue. Yeah, because nobody That's liked true. Angelina because she wasn't Jennifer Aniston. And so people still... She's not Brad warm and fuzzy. Because he was... No, he was more likable and she wears blood around her neck. <laughs> One thing I will say that I saw that I have to share before we, uh, before we end our episode today. You'll appreciate this as a football fan. So uh, going back to the don't worry, don't worry, darling, all the drama... Some guy said, can someone please explain all this drama to me in NFL terms? And (laughs) there's a girl, her name is Olivia Nope. um, And this is perfect. So this is how she sums it up. Coach is not so secretly sleeping with a player, making the entire team feel awkward, but especially the quarterback who is friends with the coach's wife. Also, the wide <laughs> also the wide receiver with domestic abuse allegations the coach claims he cut for the quarterback's sake, post video proving he actually requested a trade. <laughs> That's the Shia LaBeouf part, right? So then, well, then someone says, well, wait a minute. So who is Chris Pine in all of this? Olivia writes, nose to the grindstone, tight end, just trying to make it through the season. I'm like, <laughs> just trying to get there. That is so perfect. That sums so it up. Perfect. That's right. Sums it up. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Beauty Pop. We will post all of this good stuff on our Instagram at Beauty Pop Pod. Send us an email if you have any requests of topics or products that you want us to cover. Beauty Pop Pod at gmail.com. 
We are signing off for this week and we'll talk to you next week. And make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts so you never miss a new episode. 